so many of our traditions, Halloween, uh, holiday rather, and otherwise, have been disrupted over the last couple of years because of COVID, but they have been coming back. And one beloved event this time of year returns this weekend to the UIS Performing Arts Center as the Springfield Ballet Company puts on its production of The Nutcracker. We are pleased to be joined this afternoon by a couple of the young dancers with the Springfield Ballet Company, Lauren Pumphrey and Molly Davis in studio with us. And welcome to both of you. Thanks so much for being here. Great to have you. Thank you for having us. Well, it is, uh, I I know, um, uh, a a very big, very busy week, and it's been a a long process for all of this. But let's start by just by talking about your involvement with Springfield Ballet Company. How long have you both been dancers here locally, and what what got you involved with the organization to begin with? uh, Lauren, let's start with you. Um, I tried out for SPC when I was like 12, and I was a trainee for three years, and I've been on the company for four, but I've been dancing since I was two, so that's like 17 years, so I've been dancing my whole entire life, and that's basically all I know. Molly, how about you? Um, I tried out for the ballet company when I was around 11, and I was a trainee for about three years, and I've been with the company for about three years, and I've been dancing since I was about four, so a lot of dancing. It's been great. What's the difference between being a trainee and a full-fledged member of the company? Um, A trainee is like getting you prepared for company you company you are an like assured a spot in every show but trainees have the opportunity to try out for Nutcracker and maybe the spring show. I see. Uh, and so uh, you uh, both are obviously going to be part of this year's production of the Nutcracker. Tell me about the roles you'll be playing. Lauren? Um, I will be a party scene child, a snowflake, and dewdrop in the second act. And how about you, Molly? Um, this year, I am a party parent in the party scene. I am a snowflake, a flower, and I'm a part of the French variation. This is a a lot of different parts. I'm guessing a lot of costume changes, a lot of different dances to learn. So so tell me about that process. Let's start, obviously, with the the choreography, the dancing. Now, I know you have both seen The Nutcracker countless times over the years. You're very familiar with it. But what's the the process of, of getting ready to learn all of the moves, all of the production, and then to actually implement that with, as we noted, the, the various costume changes and different things you have to do during the course of the show. Um, well, obviously, we've seen Nutcracker so many times that the music j- is just natural to us, and I think that helps a lot with the choreography. And getting your like mental state prepared to match the choreography, the music, and costumes is a lot to get to get in that mind space, but I think... This past couple of weeks, we've really we've been there. We've really been mentally ready for Nutcracker. How, how often do you hear Nutcracker music in your dreams? Like you're sound asleep, but the Nutcracker's playing in your head all the time. That's what all I mean. the time. <laughs> Mo- Molly, tell me about it from your perspective as far as the the rehearsal process for all the. When did rehearsals begin for for this production? Um, we began rehearsals in about the beginning of October okay. for Nutcracker, so it's been a while, but. It's really awesome to see the production come together and all the hard work of the dancers just come together to form this beautiful show that's a part of all of us. It's it's just great. I love it. We're talking with Lauren Pumphrey and Molly Davis, Springfield Ballet Company. And uh, we, we have to ask, because a lot of people have obviously been talking about it, and I know you know about it, too. Uh, there's been a shakeup in the ballet company. The artistic director and assistant artistic director left several weeks ago. Uh, a new person has come in. And, and I know that that's not your concern right now. Your concern is just to put on 
the best show possible. But it, uh, it's obviously a different year this year. How has that impacted preparations? Were there big changes in the choreography? How have you? Uh, what have you had to do to really uh, deal with all of that and still put forward the best show you can? Um, well, we've really just had to mentally be on top of everything and really be ready for change. And I think we were. And like we just love the changes. I I know it's a lot for us to go through, but I think we're we're we came really we're really close together now. We've really as the twenty ish girls that are on company, we're all best friends. And I think that's that's really important to have each other as a support system too. So were there things you had to really stop and 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 change and do in a different direction and, and help each other, you know, learn it and get it all down in, in a pretty short period of time? Yeah, we all we're asking, oh, can we go over this part before rehearsals? <laughs> and we're all like, oh, you have a video. Can you send that to me, please? It was always like us just helping each other out a lot. The production of The Nutcracker is coming this weekend. We'll have the, all the details on Showtime's tickets coming up here in just a moment. Uh, as we noted, though, you are doing this uh, not only with all of the usual challenges that come with putting a production together, but also because it's in the middle of COVID. So you've had to deal with that and making sure that everybody stays healthy and well. How how has that impacted the rehearsal process? Have you had to wear masks while you're rehearsing and getting ready? Uh, did, were there other requirements and rules in place? How, how did you have to deal with all of that? Well, it was heartbreaking to see a year of Nutcracker pause due to COVID last year. And I think we're all just so happy to have this tradition back, even though we do rehearse all the time fully masked and um, that we're all vaccinated. And it's put a large strain on dancing, but we've all just kind of helped each other through it, and it's just been really great to be back dancing, and we're just really excited for the show. You won't have to wear masks during the show itself, will you, or, or do you? We, um, while we're on stage, we are allowed to have our masks off, but as soon as we're off, we'll put them back on That's until it. we go on again. <laughs> is is that, how does that impact the dancing? I mean, obviously, this is very physical, and, and uh, it, it has never ceased to amaze me, the athleticism, the grace, the energy that ballet dancers bring to their craft. To do that masked, was that a, a real challenge, or did you get used to it fairly quickly? Um, as an asthmatic person, it took a while, wow. but <laughs> um, but I feel like it's almost like a comfort thing now. It's so I also we just are so used to it. But I feel like once you get on stage, your facials really come alive, and you feel more at home on stage without a mask on. Molly, as you noted last year, of course, this didn't happen at all because of the pandemic. It is back this year. And this is a really big part of the holidays for a lot of people. It doesn't feel like Christmas until they've seen our local production of The Nutcracker. Well, why do you both think that, that that's the case? Why has this become so meaningful here in our community? Well, many people were a part of the production each year, and I feel like it just spreads throughout families, and everybody comes to see their child, or you used to be in it when you were little, and it just spreads, and it the magic of the show just gets to people, and it's just, I think it's just really a family tradition for people to come see it and just see how the production comes alive and see people you love dancing in it, and it's just all, it's just amazing. Do, do you find that it opens the door then? People see this, and it's like, boy, now, now I want to see more ballet. I want to see more of, of the young dancers showing off their their skills in other settings and to other types of music and things yes and i love that because i i think that 
you see someone else in a show and you're like, wow, I just want to see more and more and more of them. And I've, I've personally been like that, where I go to one uni show and I want to go to another one and I want to go to an SBC show. It's all that. It's a big community. Uh, this is always such uh, a, a stunning visual production. Not not just the dancing, but the costumes, the, the sets and everything. You mentioned you're, you're both playing various parts here. Do you have a particular uh, favorite costume maybe that you wear or maybe that somebody else gets to wear uh, one, one moment that's just so eye-catching and you want to make sure everybody watches out for it? Lauren? I personally love my Dewdrop costume. It is my favorite favorite color is purple and it is all purple and it is actually my first tutu that I'm wearing on stage ever but it's like that's like a pancake tattoo or pancake tutu <laughs> and that it just I, I feel like a professional so, you so know? when you say pancake so I guess I'm ex- thinking of something that's just sort of flat and, and kind of you know spreads out from from around yeah. you okay uh, and you've never had to wear something like that on stage before no I actually broke my foot before I could oh so. wow. wow I mean because I guess I would think of that as, as the classic ballerina look so mm-hmm. that, that's got to be kind of a dream come true mm-hmm. for you it is definitely Molly how about you I would have to say that my favorite costume I wear is the one I wear for my French variation. It's red, and I love the color red. It's just a beautiful tutu. It's a pancake tutu, which I've never won won on stage before. And it just, I feel really pretty in it. <laughs> what what are the snowflake costumes like? I mean, that's got to be glittery and shimmery. And t- tell me a bit about that. Um, well, they're fairly new. And they're, like you said, they're very sequency and glittery. But this one, they have long skirts, like romantic style skirts. So when we run, it looks even more magical. Uh, t- tell me a bit about the, the makeup of the ballet company. Uh, you know, I, people, when they think of ballet, I think they sort of instinctively think of ballerinas. But obviously, we know young men uh, are involved in this as well. So how, what's uh, the, the makeup of the company? And in this show, how many young men on stage dancing? Um, I think we have about three younger men. And then we have, I think, three older, like, professional men. Right. And the makeup is, you know, a very big part of every variation to make you look and match your costume. <laughs> uh, the show is, again, coming up this weekend, multiple performances. So let's start with uh, just the, the show location and the show times. And you have one special performance that will be uh, starting the weekend off. So tell us about that. Um, the special performance is a sensory accommodation performance where you get to just see Act 2. And it's for kids that have sensory issues and that can't complete a full show. And we have the uh, house lights up so they can express themselves however they want to. And yeah, it, a little bit quieter, but again, it, it's the opportunity so that if you have uh, you know children in your life, uh, the the normal setting might be a little overwhelming for them. This is such a great way to introduce them to to the arts. And that's Friday night. Then is that correct? Yes, it's Friday. Okay, and then you have uh, other performances over the weekend. Give us the details on that. We have a show, or two shows actually, on Saturday the 11th at 2 o'clock and 7 o'clock. And then we have another show on Sunday the 12th at 2 o'clock. Okay, and again, at the UIS Performing Arts Center there, uh, are there other things that people need to know in terms of, for the audience, what their requirements or regulations will be uh, to be uh, in attendance for the Nutcracker? Uh, to watch, you have to be masked up, and if you are not vaccinated, you have to get tested prior through UIS's shield system okay. where you just you spit in a tube yep. it's 
easy. It's a rapid test, but <laughs> yes. again, you can get all the details on that through the uh, the UIS Performing Arts Center website. Uh, is that where people go to get their tickets as well to order online, uh, or again, can you get tickets at the door? How how do the ticket purchases work? Um, I've just been using the SBC website. Okay, so again, you can look for the Springfield Ballet Company website. Get your ticket information there. They will also have the other details on that. Also, remind people too that if you're going out to the UIS Performing Arts Center, uh, there is a, a fee to park now, and it is cash. People get to, taken by surprise by that a little bit, so make sure you've got at least $5 in cash on hand for the parking out there so that you don't run into those problems with the performances this weekend. Anything else people need to make sure they know? I, I mean, we want to make sure everybody has the chance to see this and multiple opportunities, but this is a very popular show locally. Um, I just I want to share that I love the Nutcracker, and I want more people yes. to love it as well. It's a great tradition, and people who've been to it certainly know that. If you haven't been to see it yet, it's very likely to become now a permanent part of your family's holiday tradition in the future. But again, this uh, weekend, with the sensory-friendly performance Friday evening and then three performances for the general public, 2 and 7 p.m. on Saturday, 2 p.m. Sunday. Get more details at the Springfield Ballet Company website. Uh, Lauren Pumphrey, Molly Davis, thank you both so much. Congratulations to both of you on all your hard work. I know you're going to have just a wonderful time this weekend. Thanks again for being here. Thank you.